Hey, welcome to Five Minutes. We're going to go through a, a short passage here in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, and starting here in verse 23. <clears throat> and Paul's writing to the bunch of Christians in Corinth when he says this. He says, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So that first part, everything is permissible, uh, it would be kind of a common saying for that day. So everything is permissible. And so I feel like for us, uh, we would we would jump on, and not a statement, but this belief and understanding according to the First, first Amendment, uh, freedom of speech. We can say whatever we want uh, here in the United States. And yet, we might actually want to apply this, and this isn't uh, trying to keep anyone from saying anything ever, uh, but even Scripture tells us that really the fool is the one who just says anything that comes to his mind. But everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So I could say something, but is it actually beneficial in that moment? That's something we could actually apply to gossip. So if, if there's something that I'm sharing with somebody, is it necessary? Is it beneficial? And is it true? I think there's something to those questions. And we all like gossip. We don't like to be gossiped about, but to hear the story from other people, oh man, we like that. And I'm guilty of it just the same as everyone else, but I don't want to be. I want to remember that as I'm going through it, hey, is this a beneficial story? What's the benefit? What's what's the good that's coming out of this? Uh, is it true or is it is it necessary? Do I really need to be sharing this? So when he says everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial, he then goes in again and uses the statement, everything is permissible, but not everything builds up. So yes, we can do what we want. We have freedom uh, here in the United States, but what does that freedom actually mean? See, I would say if we, if we took a poll, the majority of, of Americans would say, well, I have freedom to do whatever I want. I can live how I can live in freedom, which means I'm free to do whatever I want. But is that really the definition of freedom? Because do we actually want a society that's like that? I can do whatever I want. Whatever I feel like doing, I can do that. Do you realize what chaos would come out of that? So when he says everything's permissible, yeah, you've heard this, everything's permissible, but not everything builds up. Like the end result isn't actually anything that's, it's not actually anything that's good. And then he says this in verse 24, no one is to seek his own good, but the good of the other person. Now here's the part. Every single thing that we do, it should be a response to faith, right? And I brought this up a few weeks ago that uh, with everything that's been going out with the vaccine and masks and all these things, and I know it's a hot topic and I'm not jumping into the fight because I want to stay focused on what I'm supposed to be doing, but it doesn't mean you can't have an opinion about it. Everyone can have an opinion about anything. But the way that we share things should be sensitive to where other people might be who might disagree with us on this. On whatever topic it is, not just masks or vaccine, but all the topics that come up where it seems like there's, there's an opinion on both sides. But we need to remember that there are human beings who have those opinions and we should be showing honor and respect to them just because they're created in the image of God. And plus, if we actually want to convey something that maybe it might actually bring about a life change that we think is according to Scripture so that their lives are blessed as they come to know Jesus, we, want to, we might want to make sure that we're actually saying it in a way that they hear the message instead of just seeing the attitude and they build up a wall and they can't hear anything that we have to say. He says, no one is no one's to seek his own good but the good of the other person. I'm supposed to, by faith, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And that means at times... I'll have to lay down my, quote unquote, my rights and serve other people. He actually says it later on. He says it down here in verse 31. He says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. It's for Jesus that we're doing everything that we, everything that we do. He says, give no offense to Jews or Greeks or the church of God. So don't give, any, don't give a reason. Don't do something that just brings offense to pretty much everyone on the planet. 
He says, just as I also try to please everyone in everything, not seeking my own benefit, but the benefit of many so that they may be saved. Do you see the heartbeat behind Paul? The heartbeat that Paul has is this. I want to do everything that I can so that people would come to know Jesus and therefore, quote unquote, be saved. And friends, shouldn't that be at, at the center of who we are? As followers of Jesus, shouldn't we want people to come to follow Jesus so that they might be saved? And so therefore, if that's the case, then I don't want to put a stumbling block in front of anyone. Again, I can share my opinion. I shared my opinion with somebody this morning when I was walking Bella past the high school. And a guy that I'd met, I don't know, four or five months ago, uh, he saw me and he caught up to me. And we just started chatting. And all the stuff that's been going on in, in their nation over the last few weeks with mandates and vaccines and masks and came up and rights and what, what people have fought for for our freedoms and all that came up. But the cool thing was, as I heard him, and then as he listened to me, we did it respectfully. And we saw each other's side, and I don't even know if we were completely on the opposite sides of things. But we were able to express it because in the end, and, and we both agreed on it, he said something like, you know, we both have, a, we, we both have some years, uh, we're kind of older, and I thought, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you say that? But he was, he was right. I've got some years, not as many as some, and definitely more than a whole lot of others. But when he said that, I was like, you're right. And he said, in the end, aren't we just really supposed to be loving each other? Aren't we supposed to be like following Jesus and getting people to know Jesus? And I looked at him and I said, there's, there's 3,500 students here at Rancho Cucamonga High School, which is where my boys go also. And I want to see all of them come to know Jesus. And I want the staff members to come to know Jesus. And like I said, it doesn't mean we can't have opinions on all of these things. That you can have a conviction of why you don't get vaccinated. And you can have a conviction as to why as to why you do and you think everyone should. And others say, here's why everyone shouldn't. All those things you can have opinions on. And we can talk through those things respectfully, hopefully. But to never use those things as a reason to cause stumbling so that people don't want to hear the message of the gospel. Friends, I feel like a lot of times these fights that we jump into, it's us getting stirred up. And again, we can have passionate, uh, passionate opinions, have passionate opinions. But in the end, think about it when he says, give no offense to Jews or Greeks or, ch or the church of God, just as I also try to please everyone and everything, not seeking my own benefit, but the benefit of many so that they may be saved. Guys, the heartbeat of what we do is that, is that people would come to know Jesus and become disciples. So have the opinions, get into conversations that are healthy, so long as they're healthy. Hear the other person out, have, have healthy debate if you want to, but it's gotta be healthy. But if what we do and what we say and the way that we treat other people causes a wall to go up to where they don't even wanna hear about the gospel, then friends, we're doing it wrong. Think about it, Paul said, I don't wanna offend the Jews or the Greeks or anyone in the church. I mean, earlier on, he says, okay, to the weak, I became like the weak. He's like, I became all things to all people so that in the end, many would come to know Jesus. He says, to the weak, I became like a weak person. To the Jews, I became like a Jew. To the Gentiles, I became like a Gentile. To those under the law of Moses, I kind of put myself under the law of Moses. He says, but I know that I'm free in Jesus, but I did these things so that people would come to Jesus. Followers of Jesus, that's what our heart should be. Whatever we can do. You say, well, then I'm living for the applause of people. No, because ultimately, just like I read here in chapter 10, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. It's about him. It's not about becoming a people pleaser. It's about pleasing Jesus and following his lead. He gave us the ultimate example in Philippians chapter 2, that he humbled himself to the point of death, even death on a cross, and it actually came even before that. All that plan was put in place before time began, but he emptied himself which means this, it's like the glory that came with being God. He emptied himself and took on the form of a servant, a human, and then took the cross. 
Friends, he's our example. We lay down our rights when necessary, when being obedient to God, driven and led by faith, not defiance, but faith, in order that we are living the way that Jesus has called us to live, that we might impact people with the gospel of Jesus. Friends, I love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.